Hi everyone. Can't believe time has flown so fast. We have already discussed mindsets of Shiva and Virabhadra. Now we are on to the third one, Shankara, the householder mindset. So, in the previous episode of Satyam Shivam Sundaram, I had asked all of you to comment on my Facebook post with the name of your Virabhadra with a reason as to why you regard him or her as one i would like to thank the following people for their lovely comments mrs aruna jaykumar from mumbai regards her milkman and society sanitation workers who have served them every day without fail as her virabhadra mrs jeshri davda from dubai regards virabhadra as the spirit everyone develops to fight for their cause the cause to celebrate our virabhadras is on even now so head to my facebook page drop a comment with the hashtag hashtag #myvirabhadra no spaces right away let's acknowledge people for the work that they do with a selfless cause a lot of listeners this time have got back to me about how they are able to relate to the various takeaways from the stories i have shared so far and consider them to be relevant in their everyday lives this is what i have been seeking to achieve through the series thank you for understanding my objective you can download and follow my podcast on the following apps hubhopper spotify gana apple and google podcasts today we will be exploring shankara the form of shiva with a householder mindset and how he finds ultimate satisfaction in being selfless we will also see the various forms adopted by parvati or prakriti as she marries the lord and engages with him in creation After Sati's death Shiva goes back into penance again waiting for her to come and seek him Sati is reborn as Parvati or Shailaputri meaning the daughter of the king of mountains Himavan Years pass by Parvati is now a young maiden Lord Shiva now a hermit in the course of wandering around various places reaches himavan's kingdom with himavan's permission he identifies a place for his sadhana he also requests the king to grant him privacy and prohibit anyone else from seeking him himavan however requests to allow him and his daughter to visit the lord every day Parvati along with Himavan visits Lord Shiva every day and eventually falls in love with him. She tries hard to win his love but Shiva doesn't show any interest. Parvati doesn't step back. She adopts the form of Brahmacharini or a hermit and renounces her comfortable life. She sets out to the forest. and engages herself in a tough penance 
consuming dead leaves and creepers with a firm resolve to attain him shiva impressed with her ability to sacrifice comforts and live a hermit's life to win his love appears before her agreeing to marry her he declares that he will always be subservient to her and continue to evolve with her in their journey as husband and wife the gods rejoice at this news arrangements for the grand wedding begin at parvati's house as well as in kailasha shiva the hermit takes the first step towards becoming a householder by adopting the form of lord chandrashekhara the most handsome groom with a crescent moon on his head pleasing parvati's parents instantly parvati in the form of the beautiful bride chandraghanta with a moon like face compliments his beauty and smiles at him yoganarasimhar a famous sanskrit composer sings of her smile in ranjani ragam sudha kar kala shekhar kaumudhim milita mandahase meaning chandraghanta smile is so resplendent that it merges with the moonlight coming from the crescent moon on chandrashekhar's head now married hand in hand they proceed to kailasha where as parvati places her first step on the mountain the entire landscape turns green flowers bloom the iced lake becomes a fresh pool of water with lovely pink lotuses and tender swans in her honor of being ma prakriti a beautiful light emerges from her as parvati adopts the form of kushmanda the supreme mother goddess ready to engage in creation with her better half shankara in the saundarya lahari it said that shiva shaktya yukto yadi bhavati shaktav prabhavitum nache devam devo na khalu khushala spanditum api lord shankara can do creation in this world only with his shakti parvati without her he can't move even an inch if shankara represents the creation she gives life to the creation if he represents land she is the crop produce that manifests to feed the creation if he represents water she flows in the form of rivers to quench the thirst of creation if he represents fire she burns as the flame used by creation to cook the food that they consume that is how shankara as the householder or parama purusha channelizes the mother goddess parvati or prakriti's energy to make resources or artha available to the samsara further with his sons skanda representing intellect and ganesha representing the wisdom to overcome hurdles he fulfills the desires or karma of the universe this act of shankara becomes his dharma or his life's purpose 
in the course of doing so shankara notices that his dharma or purpose is never ending and he finds no liberation from it the more artha or resources he creates new desires or kama of his children arise in the course of tending to the samsara he finds no liberation for himself he shares the same with parvati calling the samsara or universe with its material needs and desires as an illusion which can never liberate a householder like him this statement of his angers parvati and she disappears from kailasha the moment ma prakriti leaves kailasha loses its beauty becoming a cold and barren place the world is even badly affected with their basic desires unfulfilled and no resources available they struggle to survive shankara himself starts feeling empty without his shakti without her energy what is the use of his intellect and wisdom he looks around kailasha and realizes the change her absence has caused meanwhile parvati is unable to hold herself back seeing the earth and its inhabitants suffering being ma prakriti herself mutaswami dikshitar sings of her payasan puritamanikya patra he madhami vidrutakare holding a gem studded vessel brimming with paisam or sweetened rice in one hand with a golden spoon in the other she manifests herself as annapurna or the goddess of food in kashi and sets up a kitchen to feed hungry people as message about her spreads far and wide heavy crowds throng outside her kitchen to fill their hungry stomachs annapurna's dedication to eradicating hunger and providing selfless love starts healing the universe which comes to shiva's notice he immediately assumes the form of a beggar and with a bowl stands outside her kitchen yelling bhavati bichan dehi annapurna recognizing his voice comes out with a vessel and the golden spoon she asks him o shankara what is it that you want he tells her o annapurna show me a way to liberate myself from this never ending cycle of being a householder she smiles and tells him o shankara instead of liberating yourself from being a householder seek liberation through being one instead of viewing your actions as a mere responsibility you undertake to fulfill the material desires of the samsara view it as a selfless service you do by empathizing with the world's needs pain and sufferings relieving them of the same there lies your liberation 
ತ್ರಯಾತೀತಮೋಕ್ಷಪ್ರದಚತುರೇತ್ರಿಪದಶೋಭಿತ ಗುರುಗುಹ ಸಾದರೇ ಅನ್ನಪೂರ್ಣೇ ವಿಸಲಕ್ಷಿ ಅಖಿಲ ಭುವನ ಸಾಕ್ಷಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ವೇ ದೀಕ್ಷಿತರ್ ಆರ್ ಗುರುಗುಹಾಸ್ ಮಾದ ಅನ್ನಪೂರ್ಣ ಗೋಸ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಶೋ ಶಂಕರ ದ ವೇ ಟು ಮೋಕ್ಷ ಆರ್ ಲಿಬರೇಷನ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ದ ತ್ರಯಾ ಧರ್ಮ ಆರ್ ದ ಪರ್ಪಸ್ ಅರ್ಥ ಆರ್ ದ ರಿಸೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಾಮಾ ಆರ್ ದ ಡಿಸೈಯರ್ ಶಂಕರ ಗೋಸ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆಸ್ ವಿಶ್ವನಾಥ ಇನ್ ಕಾಶಿ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸ್ ಹೂ ಎಂಪತೈಸಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ನೀಡ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪೇನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ಗ್ರಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ದೆಮ್ ವಿಶಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಲಿಬರೇಟಿಂಗ್ ದೆಮ್ from suffering today we find goddess annapurna and lord vishwanatha in our parents who toil hard in this world to provide nourishment and give us the best life by guiding us through our mistakes and failures selflessly expecting nothing in return seeking liberation in seeing us well settled and happy that being said our parents have also taught us to be selfless in the way we approach the world we know the difference between what makes us happy and what truly makes us feel contented as a householder 5 or 10 years from now the fact that bills were paid on time or we bought that costly dress of a branded store or any need that we fulfilled for ourselves doesn't stand out in our mind that one act of selflessly donating to someone's cause and how it improved their living condition is what comes to mind and makes us feel content that one act that day made someone feel happy and wanted it all starts with a single selfless thought that is put into action that done repeatedly helps one earn good people good deeds in return and a mind that has learned to be liberated amidst seeking material pursuits in life being selfless does not have to always be about donating money it could also be about sharing knowledge and skills to make them available for a selfless cause maybe you tutored the child of your domestic help for free or maybe you helped someone from a meager background secure a job changing their life for good by making someone's life better you made the world a better place to live in and find lesser reasons to complain about it so go on do your bit until then catch you next week with a new form of shiva namaskaram ಸರ್ವೇ ಜನ ಸುಖಿನೋ ಭವಂತು